the rush writes in a tshuva. The rush writes in a tshuva. I'm sorry, not in a tshuva. In his commentary in the back of Masechus Menachos, where he writes the halachas of tzitzis and tefillin and tefillah. So the rush tzitzis and tefillin, not tefillah, tzitzis. And so I'm thinking of uh, of uh, Hakon Alama of uh, <laughs> of, uh, of tzitzis and tefillin and mezuzah. Uh, so when he discusses the halachas of tzitzis, the rush writes that a charedu dvar Hashem, someone who is a charedi in the classical sense, not the contemporary sense, yivdok es tzitzis kodem ha'atifa, he should check his tzitzis before he puts them on, in order to prevent himself from reciting a brach levatala, because if you put on your bed of dalakantos with a bracha, and then you discover that the tzitzis have been torn, that the tzitzis are puzzle, it turns out that that bracha was a bracha levatala because you have not fulfilled the mitzvah. It is interesting that that's what he emphasizes, the concern of bracha levatala, and not the isra of wearing a bag of dalakantos without tzitzis. You would, you would imagine that that would be the bigger problem, or a, a, not bigger, but an additional problem, that it's a bitl mitzvah, or an Isra essay of wearing Begadal the conference without tzitzis. And in fact, the Taz in Simen Ches, Sivkat and Ches, raises that question. But it does seem from the Rush that for whatever reason, that's not his primary concern. His primary concern is a Bracha Levatala. So the Beis Yosef in Arachayim Simen Ches, Tibur Maskul, V'ya'ayin, quotes from the Rush in a Tshuva in Klal Beis Simen Tes, where the Rush writes that the Minig is not to be Bodik the Tzitzios every single time. Yermesateif, because you assume that it has a chazaka, cheskas kashrus, on the tzitzis. Why would you assume that anything went wrong with it? Now, nevertheless, the Tur, when he, you know, the Tur, obviously the son of the Rush, when he quotes his father on this, he quotes what the Rush says in his psakim in the back of Menachos, not what he says in the Tshuvas. So the Tur quotes the idea that a person who's chayil dvar Hashem should be bodeg his tzitzis. So says the Bach, from the Lush of the Rush, it's mashma, that only chayil dvar Hashem, that it's not really something that's required meikar adin. The Mikra Adina person does not have to check his tzitzis before saying a bracha on it because the Rush emphasizes that only Yichar Dvar Hashem in order to avoid a bracha levatelda. And he says, L'chora, therefore, it's not at all so ser what he writes in the tshuva. In the tshuva he says that it's unnecessary and in the Pesachim also he's saying it's unnecessary. It's only something that people who are charedim Dvar Hashem would have to do. However, says the and, and and why? Why don't you have to do it? Chazaka, you have a chazkas kashos on the tzitzis. However, says the Bach, I could bring you a raya that you cannot be somech on the chazaka of tzitzis because there is a gemara in uh, Meseches Bechoros on Dafchaf where the gemara discusses the beginning of the third paragraph of Bechoros tells us that if you have an animal that you buy from an ovid kuchavim and you don't know if it ever had a baby before, so you don't know if its next baby is going to be a bechar or not going to be a. So within a certain age, you know that the next baby is definitely a Bukhar because there's no way it could have had a baby and had another one so quickly within a certain age. But once it's past a certain age, then it's a suffix, the Mishnah says. Comes along the Gemara, the Gemara says, forget about suffix, it should be a rove, right? That you should follow rove. You should say that rove animals past a certain age have been mounted and have been pregnant and have had a baby and therefore have had, have had offspring and therefore... Animals don't have babies; they just have animals, right? But they have offspring, and and therefore the uh, that you should follow the rov and say that the next one is vadai, not a bukhar, because rov tells you vadai, not uh, not suffik. So the gemara makes a chilik, and the gemara says there's a difference between a rov that's based in teva and a rov that's based in a maisa. 
a rov that's based in what what happens on you know what is versus a rov uh, of of an event happening, and uh, therefore it says and when it comes to a rov that's based on the ma'isa, like an animal being mounted and being pregnant and having an uh, offspring, that is a rov based on the ma'isa. That is not such a super duper strong rov. So it comes along the Bach and the Bach says, and I'll tell you the same thing when it comes to chazaka. There's a difference between a chazaka that's based on a ma'isa and a chazaka that just happens mimela that's built into teva. The cheskas kashrus of a tzitzis. How are your tzitzis? How did your tzitzis come into being? It didn't. It wasn't just born that way, right? The tzitzis didn't just land from heaven. Someone did a ma'isa to tie the tzitzis and to create that chazaka. Such a chazaka is a shvach chazaka. It's a weak chazaka, and therefore cannot be relied upon. Says the Bach, and therefore says the Bach. din, you, you're to be bodek your tzitzis before reciting a bracha on the uh, on the talis. And the Bach says, think about it. If this is true that a rove that's based on a ma'isa is a weak rove, kalvachomer chazaka that's based on a ma'isa is a weak chazaka. Why? Because we know the rule. The Gemara tells us in a couple of places, but in Masechus Yivamus Kufiyotes, the rule is ruba chazaka, ruba adiv. So we know that rove beats chazaka. So if a rove based on a ma'isa is uh, is too weak to be considered a real rove, a chazaka based on a ma'isa is for sure too weak to be considered a real chazaka. Comes along the Magen Avram in Sibkat and Yiralif. In Simon in Simon Ches in Shulchan Aruch Haruchaim, and Magen Avram says uh, that the Bach is incorrect. His Raya is uh, is not even understandable. What's this whole Raya? That something that's based in a Maisa doesn't is not is not a strong indicator. Yeah, a Maisa in the case of Bechoros, why is it not a strong indicator? What's the Maisa we're looking at? There was a Maisa that had to happen that this animal had to mate with another animal. Why is it not a strong indicator? Because that Maisa might have never happened. You don't know if that Maisa ever happened. Over here by Tzitzis, what's the Maisa we're talking about? What's the Maisa we're talking about? That someone once tied the Tzitzis. You know that that Maisa happened. There's Tzitzis on the end of your baghead. It's a Shiloh whether they became possible. But the whole reason that, uh, that a rove that's totally the Maisa is weaker is because maybe that Maisa never happened. Maybe no one ever did that Maisa. Oh, rove at the time the Maisa happens. Yeah, but you don't know. Maybe the Maisa never happened. Over here you know that the Maisa happened. So Chazaka based on a Maisa that you know for sure happened should be just as, as strong. So the Mangan Avram says he does not understand the Bach at all yet, says Magin Avram, you're mechuyiv to be building your tzitzis every single time before you say a bracha. Why? Why do you have to do it if not for the reason that the Bach suggests? And Magin Avram says, I have two reasons that you're mechuyiv to do it. First of all, he says, we're not so on the chazaka when it's Efshar Levarim. If it's very easy to clarify, very easy to know, why would you rely on the chazaka? Just look and make sure that your tzitzis are in fact kosher. Second of all, he says that, uh, that, that we're choshesh, that strings are very fragile, and strings can snap at any time. So it's a very weak chazaka, because it's chazaka that's asuyu lishtanos, bechol rega. It could change at any moment since it's, uh, we're dealing with something that's so fragile. So therefore, it says among Avram, if you're in a situation where it's the zman is dachuk. You don't have time. You're trying to catch up and davening. You're a little late, and you're not going to be able to daven with the tzibur if you take the time to be building your tzitzis. Then that's not called that you're yachal livdok. It's not called that it's efsha levar bekal. And therefore, the first the first chumra would not would not the first svara to be machmir to check would not exist. Meaning, what's the svara? Because why would you rely on chazaka? Just be mevarer. Yeah, that's when you can be mevarer. But if you can't be mevarer, then uh, like you're you're too rushed to be mevarer then you would be permitted 
to rely on the chazaka. And if we're talking about the strings that are lamalim in a gadil, that are on the beged and do not commonly tear, where do strings typically rip? At the ends of the strings, but the part that's, uh, that's above the gadil, that's above the winding part, that's, uh, that's connected to the beged, then the second reason would not be shayach. Because the whole second reason that it's asuyu l'shanos b'chal regal, because these things always tear. No, no, not really. They only tear at the end. They don't really tear at the, uh, the top. In Shulchan Aruch in Simen Ches, he writes that according to the second reason of the Magan Avram, you only have to be bodek pamachas biyom. Uh, you only have to check one time, and the one time to check is right before you recite the bracha. In the Sefer Tehila Ladavid on uh, Orachayim, he says in, in Simen Ches, that someone who sleeps in his tzitzis and does not make a bracha when he wakes up, does not have to be bodek in, in the morning in order to be mekayim uh, the bidiko shabachol yom. But based on the Bach, you would have to be bodek every time that you say a bracha, even if you say a bracha multiple times during the day. That might be enough gemina between the Bach and the Magen Avram. And that's what the Mishabur writes, that a person should be bodek uh, for both of the reasons that the Magen Avram says. And he says, and therefore you should be bodek once a day. Even though you may take off your tzitzis to play ball, take a shower, do whatever, uh, only once a day a person has to be bodek their tzitzis when they put the tzitzis, uh, their tzitzis on. Um, the, uh, and, and even in, in, in uh, the morning, you could be lovish atalus without bedika if the bedika, doing the bedika is going to cost you tefillah b'tzibur, or they're calling you up for an aliyah, you don't have a talus, you got to quickly put on a talus, you don't have to worry about it in such a, such a circumstance. The Biralacha points out that if a person wears multiple begadim of tzitzis, let's say Rav Scheinberg, so I mean, he can spend all day being baldek, all the, uh, the, the, the tzitzios. So if you're multiple begadim of tzitzis, it could be that you don't, you don't have to be bodek uh, in the makom of the nekev akshira uh, and, and the makom of the kshira, um, except for the, the, the begad that you're making a, a bracha on. And this is enough to mean what we were talking about before, meaning what's the reason for the bedika? So the rush says, oh, because you want to avoid bracha levatala. So we raise the issue, what about wearing a begadala conference without tzitzis? So if it's about bracha levatala, you would only have to be bodek one begad. Make sure that you're doing the mitzvah of tzitzis, and then the other begadim wouldn't be a problem. Or, for example, if you're a person who wears a talus gadol. So people who wear a talus gadol do not recite a bracha on talus katan. So would you have to be bodek a talus katan before you put it on? If the concern is bracha levatala, no, you're not saying a bracha anyway. But if the concern is that you can be wearing a begadala conference without tzitzis, then, uh, then it would be a, uh, a concern. Now, what happens to be, the, uh, there are certain kulas involved. The Shara Mitzyana Balach and Simitas Sivkat Nyod writes that nowadays it's kimat eno matsui. It's kimat, uh, it rarely happens that we find that someone's tzitzios rip in a way that passels. It's a miuta de miuta. You put on tzitzis thousands of days in your life, and maybe once you'll have where the tzitzis rip, and usually you'll notice that anyway. And the Sefer Imre Yosha, they quote the same thing from the Chazanish, not, not, not the Imre Yosher uh, Rav Meir Arik, Imre Yosher Rav Greinemann, who was a Talmud of, uh, of the Chazanish, that, uh, that he quotes the same thing from the Chazanish, that, uh, that, that nowadays it's not Matzoy at all, and in fact, in Tshuva Sichav Adas, Chedvav Simen Aleph, Rav Vad Yosef writes that the Minuga Olam is to be Mekil, um, to rely on the Tshuva Sarash, that there is a Cheskas Kashrus, and therefore it's unnecessary to be, uh, to be Bodek the Tzitzis, you could rely 
on the, the Chazaka. Additionally, another important Kula over here, if you check the talus before you put it away, and then you put the talus in a bag, and you close the bag, and it has been protected inside this bag for the last 24 hours, you don't need to check it again when you take it out. It's, uh, nothing could have happened. It's been under lock and key, so to speak. It's, uh, there's, no, there's no chashash for any sort of, uh, sort of reyesa. And in fact, in Archos Rabbeinu Chelek Aleph, page Yud Zayin, it says that that's in fact what the stipler did. Instead of being bodek in the morning, before putting on his tzitzis, he would be bodek uh, before putting away his, uh, his talus. In the Sefer Ma'asif Lekolamachanos, they quote the Chemed Moshe, and this is quoted in the Piskei Tshuvas over here, he quotes the Chemed Moshe, that, that you have to realize, Adam. if you know that you wear tzitzis in, uh, where there's heavy machinery that's operating, and the tzitzis could easily get caught somewhere and get, uh, get snapped, obviously you have to be bodek more than someone who's very careful and only wears tzitzis. If you walk outside with your tzitzis and it could have gotten caught on a thorn bush. That's very different than, uh, than, than a person who only wears tzitzis in shul by his seat, doesn't walk around much, where much less could, uh, could happen. So a person has to use a fair amount of common sense as well. And one final ha'ara in the Lukute Mariach, he just points out that if you're going to be both your tzitzis, like the Shulchan Aruch says, you're, uh, you're supposed to do, right? That's what the Shulchan Aruch in Siftes says, Kodem the tzitzis to make sure you're not saying a brachal vatal. So if you're going to do that, you're going to be ma'ayim in the tzitzis in order to make sure that they don't, uh, that they aren't puzzled. He says it's nachon ma'od, it's very proper to also make sure that the tzitzis are hanging off of the beged in the proper way. The tzitzis are supposed to hang off the side of the beged and not the bottom of the beged. Or at the very least, he says, make sure they're not on an angle off the corner of the beged because that is the derecha karaim, that is the minig of the karaites. Because it's got to be on the corner so they angle the dafka on the corner. It's, it's supposed to be hanging off of the side of the baguette, so that would be something to correct as a person is, and that very commonly happens, that it will slip from one side to the other, so that's something that's, uh, that's, very, that, that, that's worthwhile once you're bodek anyway to make sure that a person fixes it up in that way. So that is a little bit about checking your tzitzis before reciting a bracha.